This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. This goes out to you, you, you. You're listening to Kingdom Radio live from Las Vegas. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. We're recording live from the Sahara Hotel and Casino Las Vegas. Flipcon 2023. What's up, Laura? Guess what? Live from Clippicon, we have another person stopping by the booth. But everyone's been stopping by saying how great the speakers are and all the takeaways and everything that they learned from all the speakers. Today, we're graced with one of the speakers in something that's non-Christmas, but it's kind of like Christmas. It's about business acquisition. We have Mr. Marvin Salcedo over here from Salcedo Lawn to share a few things. And what's up, Marvin Salcedo? Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, for man. Me. Glad to be in Las Vegas. Are we up or are we down? What's the deal here? I'm a little down right now, but overall enjoying life. So, so it's like, hey, fun. wife said, quit while you're ahead. And I haven't been ahead yet. So that's why I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you're like, look, honey, uh, I'm only down a little bit, but there's still two more days. I can win it all back. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the business of buying businesses for a business owner, when you start your business, you feel like it ain't worth anything because you went, you paid $16, you got a DBA, you took that DBA, got the EIN, got the bank account, you're $50 into it, and you're owner of a business. You know, and that's like day one. And people say, oh, you own your own business? You're like, well, kind of, it's got a DBA. <laughs> but then you get to a point where you're like, damn, we made a million dollars this year. Damn! How much is my business worth? And a lot of the business owners don't know or they think it's worth more than it really is. You know, what kind of formula do you put in there without going too much? Is it how much is the average of three years or how does that work? So we always, whenever I'm evaluating a business, I always look at multiple different things. Uh, I always look at three to five years of tax returns, P&Ls, balance sheets. I look at asset lists. But I also look at more than just that. I look at the company culture. Uh, I look at, you know, is the previous owner planning on staying on with the business and helping to make a smooth sure. transition? And uh, will it run without the owner? Will it run without the owner? If the owner leaves, does the business fall apart? Because that changes the value of it. Um, is there any management staff? Are the management staff staying? Is there any employees? Are they staying? Uh, what kind of equipment do they have? Is it good equipment or do I have to replace it all? Um, I'm also looking at the the overall, and I know I, I mentioned uh, the culture, but the culture is huge in a company. Do they have a toxic culture? Do they have a good culture? Uh, and then I also look at things of, you know, why is the owner selling? Yeah. Is he in trouble financially and he's needing to bail? Uh, is he ready to retire? Is he just disinterested? Is he frustrated? 
all those play into my evaluation. Yeah. The people the that business. work there, are they going to be receptive to a new owner? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or were they just loyal to that person? They're going to leave if he leaves. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that sounds like a scary business because it'd be pretty easy to make a mistake on that one. Huh? It can be. I mean, an uh, embarrassing, smacky-in-your-own-face mistake on that yeah. one. Yeah, and just, you know, you, you miss, a, you know, overlook something. It can cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like buying a house or, or more. It's like you didn't know it was in the flood zone? Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, it floods every year. It's like, Jesus, that was a $800,000 home. Yeah. You know, I mean, businesses could be more than that, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, especially absolutely. with the... And then you see these other businesses like, um, you know, you talk about real property. I had my real estate appraiser license. But you look at um, businesses like a uh, real estate appraiser's office or something where they only have this small little business and they have four computers, but they're generating all this money what's in the computers. I mean, it's like so many different assets aspects of they don't have real property but it's like, like something else gives it value I mean how do you dissect all of that so we dig into first of all you know is the company making money on top of that are they making a profit uh, how much profit are they making is it you know four percent are they making ten percent twenty percent you know what how profitable what is their net profit um, are they continually making profit year after year, or do they have a one-time blip on the radar where they made profit? Um, so I, I go. That's why I look at three to five years worth of income and, and tax returns because I don't want to see P and Ls can be doctored. Sure. I can make a P and L say whatever I want it to say, but if you're going to lie to the U.S. government, then you know that's yeah, what usually I look you lie at. in the other direction. Correct. You know you don't so. say. I'm just going to tell them I made more money than I really did. You know, yeah. that's not a thing. So I want to look at the real numbers of yeah. the company. Sure. Um, and then I start breaking it down. You know, um, like I, I, for instance, I bought a company one time that I got emotionally bought into the idea of buying this company. And I should have walked away at the, at the signing table, and I didn't. And uh, it ended up costing me $250,000. Cost me a quarter of a million dollars. A house. Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> but we ended up shutting the business down within six to eight months. Wow. Oh, my God. Because what I didn't look at was the business three years ago was making a ton of money. Two years ago, it didn't quite make as much. A year ago, it really didn't make very much. And that year, they made nothing. It was it was declining. It was completely declining rapidly, because uh, what had happened is the owner had lost interest. He was ready to retire, and not only did he take his foot off the gas, he put it in neutral, turned the key off, and just let it coast till it died. Oh, oh wow! And we came in excited about buying the company, and we bought the company. That was on life support. And that was on life support. Now, so um, as a contractor, you're looking at. Coronavirus and the and the and if you listen to the news, you'll hear like, oh my God, the economy is going bad. But you'll see these contractors; they made more money during that time than any other time. But there are also some companies like restaurants mm -hmm. where that coronavirus really did put them in a pinch where they had to sell it. They normally wouldn't have sold it, right. but just due to those circumstances, how does that play out? So I look at, you know. Again, that's why we look at three to five years. Yeah. I want to see what the trends of the business are. And, you know, 
is there an explanation for that dip in income? I see. Maybe there was something out of the blue, like Corona, and they had a dip in income. Or is, was there a death in the family? Was there, um, you know, did they get sick? Was yeah. there, you know, was there something that happened? Or is it just bad management? And, and that's where the numbers don't lie. And you start digging into what happened, why it happened. Uh, and then you can start breaking all your numbers down. Now, so let's say I was going to buy a business because my business is so big. I just want to, if I can't put this company out of business because they got a strong company, I just want to acquire them or whatever the case is. I'm in the market to buy a business or sell a business. Do they, does, does someone hire you as a consultant and say, hey, man, before I make this huge ass decision, I wouldn't buy a million dollar house without a real estate agent to make sure it's deals good. Would you be like someone someone would hire to help them out, or is that a service you yeah. offer? No, so we recently started offering this service, and uh, depending on the size of the deal, um, my minimum is, is $5,000 for us to take a look at the deal. I don't mind talking somebody through. If they're going through a small deal, and I've talked to some people, and I, I told one guy, I said, look, you can negotiate this deal. You don't need me. Here's what you need to look at. Here's what I would buy it for if I were you. And I just like, hey, you know, go, go make this deal. You don't need me. But if you're but doing a multi-million if, dollar deal, that $5,000 is nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, nothing. It, it could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars in the back yeah. end. Yeah. Now, um, how many businesses are you buying? So I have bought over 20 companies in my lifetime. Uh, and most of those companies have been in the lawn and landscaping industry. Okay. And so uh, I have just swallowed them up into my company. Some were with a previous company I was with. and uh, But I've recently branched out into other companies. I bought a mechanic shop uh, a year ago. Um, that was then, your favorite one. You're making hot rods and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so we yeah. just we just took over a hot rod shop as well. So like gas monkey garage situation, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And I'm really digging it. It's and a you lot got of like fun. the pimp hat thing going on. So you just need the production team. You're in there, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the rings already. Hell yeah. You are listening to Marvin Alcido on Kingdom Radio. Hey, boss. Maybe you can do the show. So what, you like riding motorcycles and stuff? No motorcycles, but I got I got some old classics. My daily driver is I, I drive a 1948 Ford. Wow. Oh, dude. So like when you roll into the grocery store, that's what you're taking? Oh, yeah. With the family? Uh, uh, no, it's just a two-seater. Kids can't be in those seats? No. Oh, no. they can. They I'll, can. I'll take them with me, but yeah. it's only a two-seater. So you're rolling down in the nice car, and then uh, I was looking on Facebook. I was like, man, this guy is in Hawaii. I mean, Laura, why can't we make enough money to live in these lavish vacations? I mean, do we need to buy and sell businesses? No, you just like to work We need to much. sell our business to him so we can go on vacation. Oh, no. So I'll tell you, that none of this came overnight. I mean, I, yeah. I tell people it took me 20 years to become an overnight yeah. success. And so they don't see the, the, the countless hours that I've spent in order to get to where I'm at today. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're so lucky. It's like, eh. yeah, I'm lucky that, you know, just the stars align. I was able to meet my wife, yeah. but I still had to close the deal. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Bible study and chill, right, Ben? Mike drop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 
one last thing. Okay. So it's got to be like very emotional to go into somebody's business and basically pick them apart like I mean literally pick them apart is do you find a lot of uh, flack you know backlash about it or oh anything absolutely like that? I, I've broken a lot of hearts um, because a lot of people think that their business is worth two to three four five times as much as they that it really is mm-hmm. um, I heard about one guy actually I talked him out of buying a swimming pool company um, the guy wanted, uh, I don't remember what it was, $400,000 or something for his swimming pool company. So I started breaking it down. You know, what is he making? How much, you know, how much revenue is he making a year? He was making 400000 a year. He was wanting dollar for dollar. And I was like, okay, well, how many assets do you get with that? Uh, he was getting $40,000 worth of assets, basically an old pickup, some swimming pool, you know, uh, a gunite machine and stuff like that. And that was it. And I said, okay, let's break this down. If I were to give you $400,000 cash today, I said, can you go recreate the same business or more than if you bought him out? And he looked, he sat there and he thought for a second and he's like, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Now, I tell you what, um, running a business, you know a lot about that because you're running multiple businesses. Yes, sir. And it must be like an Elon Musk type of, uh, you're in this boardroom this day or this minute, next hour, you're focusing on that business. I spend the majority of my days in meetings. Yeah. Over the phone or in person? Phone, in person, Zoom, just all of the above. And then they're like, hey, boss, what do you think about these numbers? You're like, okay, what company are we talking about? Okay, this one, all right. I mean, that's what it is, your crunch of numbers? Exactly, yeah. How many people do you have that are like, that are working for you? Not that business, just in your inner corporation. So, you have to have someone to help you go through them businesses, oh, right? Yeah, like absolutely. assistant. So, I mean, I've got directly that report to me probably two or three people. Yeah, that's all you really need, right? Yeah. And then the rest of it, the and companies it run themselves. Down. I and see. It filters down from there. That's how you yeah. do it, Bob. That's interesting. But to, to jump back to the yes. previous question about uh, breaking hearts. So, there have been many times where I have been called in to evaluate a company. And, um, you know, this business owner thinks that they are going to uh, retire off of this company. And then you start breaking the numbers down for them. And you tell them that, you know, I'm really sorry. I know that you've spent the last 20 years building this business up. But it's not worth but a fraction of what you think it's worth. And, uh, you know, I had one one guy who wanted to sell me a multi-million dollar company. And he wanted well into the seven figures and I just told him I said I'm sorry but the numbers just don't support what you're asking and I started to break it down for him and I ended up buying that business for mid six figures Mm. well that or he can call someone else he can absolutely call you know if you if you disagree with me you're more than welcome to sell your business to whoever you want but I'm telling you this is what I think is worth and this is what I'm willing to pay and when they say yes they're agreeing yeah. Yep. Now, um, that one took me two years to negotiate. You finally got the deal done. I finally got the deal done. Yeah. The all right. So you're you're a speaker and you're listening to someone else speak. I mean, a lot of the things that people are saying. Anyone who listens to motivational speak, they didn't heard this shit like over and over and over the same. You know, hanging out with the right people and stuff. But when you hear like someone who's really a good speaker and the way they have conviction and how, how they say it and put the words together, you're like, damn. I've heard all of this stuff before, but it sounds like I'm hearing it for the first time, the way that they're delivering it. Is that the kind of experience you got with John? Oh, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing with John is he's real. Yeah. 
you can tell somebody that is they're putting on an act. Yeah, I've I've listened to motivational speakers. They're they're a lot of hype. Yeah, they 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 do a good talk, but they're not real. John's real. Yeah. A lot of people that you hear like David Goggins. Mm -hmm. I can listen to a David Goggins interview, and then I can listen to five interviews later, and you can almost recite exactly what he's going to say because it's the same spill. It's not like a, what topic you want to talk about? Okay, boom, let's dive into it, and then you have something encouraging or enlightening to say. Um, that's what I noticed about him, man. It's just how he took control of the room, and you know, for me, I'm not a motivational speaker. But you, you know, you're a speaker here at Clipicon, and when you watch someone else, do you take things from someone and say, "Man, I'm gonna take that and use that with my arsenal"? How do you process that when you're listening to speakers? Like they say, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, yeah. I've stolen so many things <laughs> and made them my own. So you know, the what I do is, you know, the first time I repeat it, I say, "Oh, you know, so and so, -and -so, -and -so. said this." The second time, you know, a, a friend of mine told me. <laughs> yeah. The third time, as I said before, the fourth time is as I always say. Yes, that's how it goes. Classic. You're listening to Marvin Salcedo on Kingdom Radio. All right, so tomorrow uh, you're going to be speaking here at Clipicon. There is about 200 people that have been attending things, and hopefully they'll be there. The bigger the crowd, the better? Oh, or yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's the biggest crowd you talk to? Oh, I've talked to thousands before. Thousands. Oh, yeah. How nervous are you walking out there? Not at all. Because you just know your crowd. I've, I've spoke my whole life, so I, I love doing it. No big deal. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell yourself, I'm going to kill it. He's no. going to kill it. If, if I can speak to a crowd of uh, grade school kids... <laughs> who will tell you you're boring? Yeah. Then I can speak to anybody. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever get like like uh, the rah rah raise your voice? Everyone's jumping up that kind of stuff, or just kind of mild? And I, I'm a pretty chill stick guy. To the facts. I, I'm not. I'm not a jump up and down. I mean, I'll grab your attention and I'll hold on to it, but I'm, I'm not the kind of jump up and down kind what, of guy. What things that make you raise your voice? Like uh, like success? Like you just close the deal? Like. <laughs> Yes, uh-huh. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yep. We'll be over there tomorrow. And then as soon as you hang up the phone, you're like, yes, yes. Right? So, I mean, I, what, what makes you raise your voice like that? What makes, make, in a good way or in a bad way? Well, we're talking about a successful, like, uh, dancing like David celebration. Okay. Uh, I think uh, when I am celebrating with somebody else, I love seeing people win. Oh. He's saying all the right things, Laura. I, know. I mean, right. the, the guy's like, like on, "Look, I'm a professional speaker, but go ahead and ask me some questions, and everything's like gold nuggets." I know, <laughs> but I tell you, if you ever want to see the fire come out in me, you go against my team. Okay. They don't have to uh, say something to you personally if you disrespect someone oh, that I've works heard it with all you. Before I've got thick skin, I'm good. You go against my team. And that's when you'll it, see the, the, the other side. come out. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see that side of it. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. The people that work for you, they love that. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. they know I've got their back. Yes. And most even if you're wrong, we'll talk about that in private. But I got your back 100%. I got your back. Oh, yeah, dude. It's my favorite. I tell you what. You haven't made Laura cry like uh, John... 
He did. He got. He caught me off guard. But I got yeah, you back. Lar that's like that's my language. I love that man because so many people are all about money and they could care less about you. And everyone's just a spoke on the wheel. And then few people they just have something. They produce gravity. It's just like there's a gravitational pull to you and that person. There's just something about them that you're like. I just want to be around that person more. I just want to talk to him. You know, I don't want to bug him, but I wonder what he's doing right now. You know. <laughs> You know, those kind of people, man, you just can't have enough of those. And when they say a customer will be a friend faster than a friend will be a customer, right. you know, and you, you go to places like this and you're like, man, hanging out with your peers or doing something similar to you, I don't really pay attention to it, but you start to look at you like, what do you think about that person, Laurie? Like, he was just so kind. And she's indirectly saying, Ron, you probably could take some notes and be kinder, <laughs> you know, and, you know, how about this guy? He was so well-spoken, Iron Sharpens Iron Dog. Yeah. You know, you hang around people who are doing the things you want to do. That's how you're going to get there, not hanging out with people who wishing they were doing what you're doing. Ain't yeah. that right, bull? And you're in the lawn business, so yes, sir. You, when's the last time you touched a lawnmower? Uh, it's been a few years. Yeah. It's when's the last time years. you mowed the grass for a customer? Last, the last time I mowed a yard Be honest, how long was for been? a friend of mine who needed his yard mowed. So, and what about a paying customer? Oh, oh God! Look it's at this probably face. Been that's nearly okay. a decade. A decade. Yeah. Well, that's a business owner. I mean, yeah, you, you, yeah, you can't my, grow my, if you're working in the business. My team ran me off the crew years and years ago. <laughs> uh, they because I was stopping and I was taking phone calls and I was dealing with business all day long, and they finally told me they said, "Please go back to the office. We've got this. Yeah. You are okay. slowing us down." <laughs> hey, Jose. Hey, tell it happen, man. Take his ass back to the office, my friend. He no help on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. We just like just text me. That's right. Don't come back here again. <laughs> That's right. But I own the company. <laughs> anyway, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, thank it's, you for uh, having me. This concludes Kingdom Radio's interview with Marvin Salcedo, recorded live in Las Vegas. If you would like to be featured on the next episode of Kingdom Radio, please visit us online at ywhykingdomradio.com. And at least you could wish us luck. Wish me luck.